Nobody asked for this. I mean, talk about a theme song. I'm sure that, I mean, most people do not record their own theme song. So, if anyone says I don't have any talent, I could see how you would say that. But if you look beyond, you know, you look at the facts and the um, truth of the matter, I can host a show and sing the own th- my own theme song. Who does that? Besides every Disney show star, at least when I was watching Disney and possibly continuing to now. Are there still Disney shows happening? There must be. Like, what are, what are the kids watching? Like, I know it's not like Hannah Montana anymore, but like, is there like Hannah Montana adjacent content on Disney? I don't really know. I would Google it. You know, I love a Google search mid podcast, but I don't, I wouldn't even know what to Google. Because it's funny, those types of like kid shows, you watch them when you're, you know, a kid, shockingly, but then you don't really hear about them again. So it's like, oh, what happened to them? Hmm. Anyway, welcome back to, I think, I think, taking a sip of my lemon water. That's actually coffee. We'll get to lemon water in a second. I think this might be the 40th episode of the Nobody Asked for This podcast. Four zero. That's pretty cool. We're, we're coming up on a year. I'm pretty sure. I think a year is like, what, 52 weeks, 54 weeks? One of the two, I get mixed up weeks in a year and number of cards in a deck. Similarly to how I mix up minutes or seconds in a minute and cents in a dollar. I was thinking for a while, like 100 seconds was a minute. No. Or like something will be $5 and, and 71 cents. And I'm like, there's no 71. There is. But I'll work on it. You know, I think life is about growing and changing and evolving. And you have to start from a lower place to get to a higher place. And starting at a lower place, I can do. You know, that's where I, I, that's where I started. You know, that's where I found myself. I think some people are born at like level three. I was born in the basement. Uh, but I'm working my way up. Okay, I have to say something. Coffee cannot be good for you. It's essentially like the drinkable version of battery acid. So I don't know why it's like part of everyone's morning routine. It could be the caffeine. And in fact, I'm pretty sure it's the caffeine. But I'm not certain why. Like there's other drinks that you can get. Sorry, I'm looking at a hole in the wall and I'm wondering if it's a spider or a hole in the wall. Uh, Are those cracks or legs? Hmm. Okay, I'm going to say whole. Anyway, there are other caffeinated beverages. You could have a, and I've never tried most of these, but you could have a, um, a, a matcha. Apparently that has like non, um, like jumpy caffeine. Like it's just like stimulant caffeine. As oppo- I made that up, but as opposed to like, like you're going <clears> to, <throat> your pants caffeine. You could also drink, I know there's like, you could drink a Red Bull. You could, I mean, you could, I'm not saying you should, I'm saying you could, which little known fact, Red Bull actually has like 
the amount of caffeine that's in like a very weak cup of coffee. Like it's not, it's not what people think it is. It does not provide what people think that it is going to provide. I think it is a farce. Not to call out Red Bull. I actually, um, embarrassingly enough, enjoy the taste of a Red Bull and will have one from time to time. But it doesn't wake me up in the way that I, I think the bull is trying to, to think that it does. It's, it's Red Bull sh- eat. Yeah. Red Bull sh- eat. And if anyone isn't, isn't familiar, um, and by anyone, I mean no one listens to this, so... So really everyone is familiar. Um, everyone that's listening to this now is familiar. Um, I say sheet so that I don't have to go back and edit, um, you know, the actual swear word out. But regardless, I'm just sipping on my morning battery acid. Wondering how this became the drink. My other question about coffee, right? And I Google this every six months and I forget and then I have to do it again. It's like, it's, um, it's like going to the dentist, you know? I go to the dentist every six months. I say I'm going to floss. I forget. I go to the dentist again in the six months. They say, did you floss? I said, nope. Um, because really there is no point in lying. Like if you're lying to the dentist about whether or not you flossed, you're really not lying in the proper way because they can tell, you know? I, in my, my, my life philosophy is only lie if there is, you know, beyond a reasonable doubt that you could be um, caught guilty, you know? I took Law 12, and I think that is where I really shaped that philosophy. And I think the government copied me and uses that as, like, the burden of proof or whatever when juries are convicting people. But, yeah, only lie if you know you... If you're, like, 99% sure you won't get caught. And in that situation, if you're telling a dentist who is, like, more... I can see your teeth better than even you can, which a lot of these medical professionals, like you don't really think about it, but they can see sides of you that you can't see. Actually, 50% of you, because you can't really see your backside, which I don't mean backside as an only butt, but like your literal back, you can't see. The back of your legs, you can't really see. I guess you can see the back of your, um, of your what, are they, what are these called? Your calves. You can see the back of your calves pretty well. Um, but who like does weekly inventory of their calves besides me? Um, but yeah, if you're lying to a dentist who can really tell whether or not you've lost, you maybe need to rethink your lying abilities. But back to my biannual um, search of, is it the caffeine that makes you shit your pants when you drink coffee or is it the bean juice? Because something's happening. Something happens down there when people drink coffee. And it is like a universal... I actually love coffee because of that fact. I think it makes people more open about their bowel movements. And anything that does that is something that I'm going to support. So I'm not necessarily like coffee's number one fan, but I will drink it. Cheers. For the sheer fact that I think it encourages bowel conversation and opens... um, diarrheal discussions diarrheal discussions which is the name of the episode dear diary uh but like uh like dash uh dear diary uh and i'm gonna spell it like that you know what sometimes my titles are better than the episode and sometimes they're bad which 
you know, matches the, the content that you're being provided. But after going on 47 tangents, I will finish the point of, I believe the only thing I remember from me searching, is it the caffeine or the bean juice? Which is also a brilliant episode title. I think, I think there's a couple things at play, you know, as to what is the um, diuretic. No, no, that means you're dehydrated. What is the um, laxative? What provides the laxative effect of coffee? I think it is mostly the, I think some of it is the caffeine because the caffeine like activates your system. Also, it's usually the first thing people drink in the morning, which apparently the first thing you drink in the morning, like ushers everything out. Like it like flushes it out. Like, like your dinner from the night before your dessert. Like, let's say you had like a, like a breakfast or um, what's the opposite of breakfast, a midnight snack bowl of Cheerios, which I think is a pretty popular midnight snack. You drink that, the coffee like hits the Cheerios in your gut and the Cheerios goes, this was our spot. But the coffee's like, I'm in here now. And I smell like battery acid. And then the um, Cheerios are like, okay, whatever, just take it. We don't even want it anymore. And then it goes, you know, it's like someone walking in a room with bad breath. So think of me walking in a room from the ages of like seven to 14. I was the coffee to the world's Cheerios. But I fixed it now because again, I go to the dentist and I tell them the truth. All of this to say, it is kind of wild that the thing that people drink every day for breakfast is probably not that great for you. But then, I don't know that I could go through the effort of making lemon water. This was a few years ago. The lemon water trend, I think it coincided with the avocado toast trend for whatever reason. I just feel like lemon water isn't doing anything. You know what I mean? Like it's a nice little like pop of flavor. Also, I'm not one for fruity water. Um, not because I don't like flavor. I just feel like it doesn't do enough. Like obviously everyone knows water is like bland. And I can accept bland. But when I drink like a lemon water, it just tastes like juice that was severely, severely watered down. And I feel like that tastes sadder to me than just accepting the bland for, for what it is, you know? It's like, it's like if, I, if I'm in my pajamas and I just, I just rolled out of bed and my hair gel has congealed from the night before and all my hair sticking up on one side, I can be like, listen, like I didn't try. So I obviously look terrible. But if I like go through the effort of like taking a shower, brushing my hair, which I just realized was the tip, was the, was the key to making my hair not look like it was unbrushed. For a while, I was putting hair gel on my hair with just my hand and it was looking messy and I wasn't sure as to why. So I thought, let me just use this like weird prick thing with like the little combs or whatever. It's called the brush, I've learned. Um, and it looked perfect. So I was like, oh my gosh, people should be doing this more often. But if I try and I still look bad, then it's like embarrassing. So if I've just drinking bland water, I can just accept that as bland water. But if I'm drinking like lemon water, all I will want from that is like lemonade, of which it is not. But honestly, lemonade is kind of ruined for me because one time I made lemonade with, and I'm going to call them out, I'm going to say brand names, with real lemon, R-E-A-L-E-M-O-N. 
which is a brand of um, like lemon juice from the bottle. Now, the only thing I do appreciate from them is the way they spell it, because the L at the end of real is also the L used at the beginning of lemon. And I just, I think that's fun, you know? I used to sit at McDonald's for hours, and by hours, I mean probably 15 minutes, and stare at the pop machine when they had Fruitopia. Because Fruitopia is spelled F-R, oh gosh, I'm scared. This is reminding me of the spelling bee that I got it on the first round. I think it's F-R-U-I-T, so fruit, and then O-P-I-A, Fruitopia, and the T is again at the end of fruit and the beginning of topia. So I would just set, I would just stand there and be like, Fruitopia, Fruitopia. I was wondering like which side the tea was on. You know, I didn't really understand neutrality at that moment. I was like trying to force it to the left or force it to the right. Um, some would say I was ahead of the curve in that, but um, I was, yeah, it was, it, was, it was confusing to me, but I also enjoyed it. So Real Lemon, I'm calling you out. One time I made the exact recipe at the back of your bottle. Um, you put a couple dashes or whatever the heck of the terrible lemon juice and you add sugar and mix it with water. And uh, I mean, talk about battery acid. It was the worst thing I had ever drank in my life. Uh, and that was at a point where if I made something, I automatically liked it. And I made it and I didn't like it. And I can explain that a little bit. I would make I would always say, oh, I hate sandwiches. I hate sandwiches. Like someone would make me a sandwich and I would say, well, I hate it. But then I would make that exact same sandwich using that exact same family recipe, ham and cheese. And I'd be like, this is the best sandwich I ever made. This is the, I love sandwiches, you know, just because I made it. So if at that moment, in that time of my life, I was saying something that I made was bad, you know it was bad. And because I can't take the blame for something bad, you know, being brought into the world, I'm blaming real lemon, which I believe is still a business. And if you were going to sponsor me, I apologize. Um, if you still want to sponsor me, I will totally edit this out because I, I, um, I'm for money more than, you know, sharing my experience. So we can work something out, but, um, Yeah. Not great, if you ask me. Okay, what else can I complain about? It's actually been a pretty good week. Oh, it's time. Speaking of biannually, it is time for the biannually complaining of the daylight savings period. We have, I believe, exited daylight savings time. Or no, have we entered it? Are we in it or are we out of it? No, no, we've entered daylight savings. It's always confusing to me because... It's like, I always thought it was just like we were always existing in daylight savings. And then like sometimes it was, we flip back and sometimes we flip forward. No, apparently it's something that turns on and off. And I believe we just turned it on. Now, what doesn't make any sense to me is, okay, daylight savings. We're saving daylight, but we're not actually saving daylight because you can either you're saving it in the morning or the afternoon or sorry, at night. So it's like, yes, the sun stays out till like almost seven o'clock now which is great i love it no complaints here even though it sounds like i'm complaining i'm really not but it it doesn't get light outside till like 7 30 8 o'clock and i just feel like if if we're saving daylight for the farmers don't the farmers wake up at like four or like three so what help is it to the farmers 
to be working for essentially half their day in complete darkness? Is it good for the crops? Is it good for the harvest? What is the harvest? Also, we're pretty far from Thanksgiving, no matter what country you're from, which because the Thanksgiving is in the fall. So it's like, are we growing the Thanksgiving food that we're going to be eating in six months or whatever the months is more than that? Like, is that what we're growing? Like, are we growing the turkeys for the for the the winter harvest? Because here's the thing. I complain a lot. Oh. Sorry, my very professional studio, there was just some noise that was definitely not a cement truck um, driving past the car in which I'm using to record. Definitely not that. Um, yeah, I don't know who opened the window in my studio, forgive me. But uh, actually, no, that was actually... I don't know what I'm talking about. That was your car when you're playing this, you know, driving. There was a car that just went by you. That was not me. You did not hear that from my audio. That was you. Gaslighting 101. Anyway. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really trying to realize that, you know, not everything is about me. The world doesn't actually revolve around me. Although sometimes stuff happens and I feel like it does revolve around me. Um, in a negative or positive way. So if there's a if if a farmer wants to broadcast live on TV and just give an explanation as to why daylight savings is necessary, I'm open to it. You know, I'm really 2023. I'm opening myself up to other possibilities. So if there is an actual reason for this happening, if there is an actual reason for me waking up at 4:30 a.m. this morning, maybe the point is to turn us all into farmers. Maybe it's like farming, like not propaganda, but like farming, um, like, I don't even know what the word is, but I'm open. So if a farmer, preferably in a straw hat, you know, just to really sell the look, um, they want to hold that like pitchfork thing as well, just to really sell it, wear some plaid or like farmer from anywhere around the world. I'm, I'm open. I'm open to it. But, like, I need an explanation because if I'm just, you know, losing an hour and then gaining it back every six months, like, I just need an explanation as to why. Because, again, I woke up at 4.30 this morning. Now, I don't exactly understand why because I didn't go to bed till, like, 12 because 12 was 11 and 4.30 was, like, 5.30. And I did not, I never in my life do I right routinely wake up at 5.30. So I, I can't really fully blame daylight savings. It might have had something to do with the coffee that I had at 10.30 p.m. Battery acid. I should have exchanged that thing for a lemon water. Maybe I'll try that tonight. You never know. It's a new opportunity. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. Um, but these new days are starting at, like, 8 because the sun decides to be late for work every day because of daylight savings so again i'm not gonna i'm not gonna waste the time to google it to get like half responses from that little box thing at the top of google um for which i receive all from all of my information now and make and judge my life choices based off of and receive medical advice that little that little box you know what i'm talking about when you google something into um into the computer (laughs) and you just get like the 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 brief like like, it'll just pull, like, a sentence or two from one article. That box is my dentist. That box is my doctor. That box is my lawyer. That box is family to me. Um, and I just want to honor it. And I try to. But sometimes it, it steers you wrong. 
Um, but yes, if any, if any sort of professional, maybe not even like a professional in the field of daylight savings, just any sort of professional anywhere wants to issue a, um, a sense of understanding and explanation, I am all ears. Okay, moving on from that, it is, again, I've, I've mentioned this a few times, I don't really talk about, uh, you know, current events or, you know, news topics, because at the end of the day, no one's listening to this, so who cares what I have to say about, you know, something happening now? Because what if, in three years, people, you know, finally gain some taste, acquire, you know, a sense of what's good... And, uh, and start listening, and then I don't want them to have to listen to a bunch of news stories from 10 years ago, or I guess three years ago, whatever number I used in this fake facade. Um, I, you know, I don't want them to have to hear about a bunch of boring stuff that you know, has happened in the past. But this is history. You know, we make exceptions for the royal family, who we uh, both are fascinated and semi-disgusted by, or, or disgust is a harsh word, but question, you know, we don't endorse it. We is also me, by the way, it's just, just me. Um, and this next topic, which is the coronavirus 19 pandemic. It has been, as of this week, three years since lockdown. Yes, three years since we all turned in for the greater good and learned TikTok choreography for probably like two and a half months, like strict, strict two and a half months, and then on and uh, like on and off, like in different phases for like honestly like two years, maybe two and a half, depending on where you were. Uh, but yeah, I reflecting back on that time now, I have to say, I I was in school. So school just went online, so that didn't change. I worked, and I you know, was, was lucky enough to work, to continue working, and I got to go into work. Um, of course, me at the time, me being a disgruntled 19-year-old, I was like, of course, like, ugh, just my luck. I picked the one job that you know, didn't shut down. Obviously, I understand. I was very lucky to get to continue working. A lot of people lost their jobs. I did not. You know, not to get so serious, but uh, of course, at the time, would I have rather stayed home and learned, you know, some TikTok choreography? Probably, potentially, maybe not. And probably wouldn't have done any of that, but I would have, you know how much I would have eaten had I stayed at home? The quarantine 15 was real. And I was also, I was 19, so I was coming off of my freshman 15, so I just had some 15s stacked up against me. It was like I was staring at a mountain of 15s, and that mountain conducted of uh, Cool Ranch Doritos, uh, cinnamon rolls, lots of cereal, lots of cereal. Um, the, the, my favorite cereal at the time was the churros. It's like Cinnamon Toast Crunch, which I, I normally didn't love, but they decided to put it in a churro shape, and I thought it was the best thing that ever happened. Now, you could say it's literally the same thing. What is the difference? I don't, I don't know. I can't tell you the difference. All I know is that I like the churro ones better. Um, what else was I eating a lot of? Ooh, I was doing a lot of hash browns in the, like, you could buy these, like, almost like milk cartons of hash browns that you would fill up the water, hot water. You would let it sit for, like, 10 minutes, and then you would fry it. Oof, those were good. What else was I eating a lot of in quarantine? It was a lot of DoorDash. It was a lot of McDonald's breakfast. Um, we did a lot of that. That was fun. It was, you know what, the, one of the good things about, obviously good, you know, it was terrible. But 
this one of the silver linings was um, delivery apps decided to kind of get with it and create um, don't talk to me options. You know, they, they gave you the option to say, just leave it at the door. Because before then, you had to do the terrible task of, you know, hearing the doorbell ring, going to answer the door to meet your fellow human, you know, interacting, God forbid, picking up the food that you ordered, and then, you know, closing the door, wishing them well. Um, for whatever reason, now I enjoy it. I enjoy saying hello. Um, I don't find it as odd to, like, be greeting a stranger who I ordered via app to pick up my food. I think we're all kind of getting more used to that. I like saying, you know, thank you. It's, 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 a, it's not an easy job. It might sound like it's easy, but like running around town, picking up random people's orders, like they deserve some credit. Absolutely. Tip them well. Um, but for whatever reason, I remember being so excited when the, uh, basically the do not disturb of Uber Eats ordering apps allowed for um, less human interaction. And even though it was a COVID thing, I was more than happy to enforce it way long after that lockdown um, was lifted. The only problem with ordering stuff is I like ice cream. And I remember a couple times I ordered Dairy Queen. And I mean, we've talked about this before. Love Dairy Queen. Longest reigning monarch in world history, pretty sure. Check the stats, check the numbers. But on a good day, when you're standing either or, or parked in the driveway or the drive through, forgive me, standing in a Dairy Queen, ready to get your order, like on a good day, on a cold day, you get that, your blizzard or whatever, and it's like half melted. So imagine ordering a blizzard on a delivery app in 30 degree weather Celsius in the summer, in the middle of lockdown. By the time I got it, I was drinking a milkshake which I enjoy milkshakes, but I did not order a milkshake. I ordered a blizzard. So I had to put it in the freezer, which is just so many more extra steps that I, I, I got heartburn from it and I had to have a Tums. Actually, I think I started Tums in um, quarantine. I think quarantine was the impetus for my Tums journey. It, just in case anyone doesn't know, Tums is a heartburn medication. I think it's pretty like... Like, it's like a Tylenol, you know? It's like brand name. People know what it is, but just in case. Um, and I believe that started because I was e literally eating all hours of the day. I loved a 2 a.m. bag of chips. I'm sure even, like, my neighbors across the street could hear the the crinkling, the, that noise at 2 o'clock in the morning. They're like, what is that? And it was just me eating chips and the crunch, the, that noise. Um... But yeah, and then I would go to bed and then I would wake up because I still kind of woke up pretty early. So for whatever reason, I don't exactly know how heartburn works. I just know um, that when I would eat mass amounts of chips, go to sleep, wake up five hours later, it would, it would be painful. I would be in physical pain, um, spiritual pain, emotional pain, um, guttural pain, my gut biome. My microbiome, I mean, it's, it's never been good, but it was definitely out of whack at that, at that present moment. Why does my hand smell like ketchup? Hmm. Anyway, um, but yeah, three years is kind of wild that it's been that long, but also not wild because the first two months felt like three years and then everything since then has felt like a week. 
So I think if you do the math, if you subtract some ones, we're there. I also, I have to say, embarrassingly enough, I still don't have a TikTok. And you could say, no, this, you know, this podcast has a TikTok. Well, it technically does. We had a TikTok, and by we, I mean me, for about a week. And I was like, actually good and like actually posting stuff. And we, this is when we actually had segments and actually recorded into real microphones and actually like planned out the show before it evolved into what it is today, um, which is me on a beanbag chair, you know, the day before release, talking into my iPhone, which I think was always where we were destined to be. I have to say, I did a podcast um, that no one ever heard uh, in I was probably like 15. So what is that, like grade 10? I would, I would literally do what I'm doing now. I probably did it three or four times. Um, I, never, I never really had plans to release it. Uh, I just felt like, you know what, this sounds like a fun idea. Thankfully, I knew not to release it, but now I'm thinking I probably should have because that was like 2015. 2015, no one had a podcast. I would have been, I don't even know how I knew to do a podcast. I would have been um, the pi- I would have been a podcast pioneer. I could have been rich. I could have been, you know, eating celery juice in the lockdown as opposed to amounts of, mass amounts of Cool Ranch Doritos. Um, I could be shopping at Whole Foods as as opposed to Half Foods. I could be, um, you know, I could be on a throne as opposed to a beanbag chair in my basement. I could be speaking into a microphone. You know, like there's just, oh, sorry, that was my uh, hoodie string hitting the hitting the uh, fancy the fancy podcast equipment. But yeah. Tums, what do you know? This was not sponsored, but now I'm I'm glad I really tracked who to blame my um my acid reflux on, and it is none other than the uh, the good old coronavirus nineteen pandemic, which I I really try my best to just sort of blame everything on. I'll be like, oh, why do I have no friends? Oh, it was COVID, obviously, it's because of COVID. You know why why did I forget to buy? Um, gorgonzola, when I'm making a recipe that calls for gorgonzola, <laughs> COVID-19 pandemic, duh. Why is gas like $800? COVID-19 pandemic. That one might be true. I don't actually know. <clears throat> Why did I just have to, <clears throat> in the middle of the podcast, or I guess towards the end, COVID-19 pandemic. Why can't I taste my food as well as I once could? COVID-19 pandemic. Why do I go through 45 bottles of hot sauce a year so that I can get some flavor out of my food. I'm going to give you three guesses and the first two don't count. COVID-19. Pandemic. Hmm. Well, I would like to thank you all. I would like to thank you none. I would like, I would, not, not, I don't want to thank you. I want to thank you. There's just no one hearing this. Um, in the least sad way possible, do I recognize that fact? Um, I want to thank anyone who's listening for listening. Um, if you if you're listening to this and you think if, like if you found this randomly, like maybe you're, I feel like YouTube is where more a lot of people, not a lot, pff, is where three people have found this show like by accident. So if you're on YouTube and you happen to hear this, you can go into the like. Sub, not subscription box, subscribe. You can go into the description. Description, that's the word. So it's the D, not an S. You can go into the description. I have the links of where to find the show. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, 
couple other places. We have a website, podcastnobodyaskforthis.podbean.com. You can just listen to the episodes on there, or you can find the links to everything else. We have an Instagram, we have a Twitter, we have a, again, TikTok, as I mentioned before. Haven't updated it since June. Um, we all got, Do you know what? I'm just going to start saying our social media person is on hiatus. Our social media person is on hiatus since June. Uh, what else do we have? We I wanted to make a MySpace, but I couldn't on account of it doesn't exist anymore. Um, and yeah, if you're if you happen to listen to this and you liked it or even mediocrely, like you didn't hate it, thank you. I appreciate that. If you listened to this and you hated it, I still appreciate the listen. And if you want to like, you know, hate it next week, oh my gosh, no, that is a spider. A little bit earlier, I think at the beginning of the show. This episode, I was talking about how I wasn't sure if something in the wall was a hole or a spider. That is a full spider. Like, father spider. A mother spider. A uncle, aunt. Head honcho spider. Like, the, the, it is the, you know in Finding Nemo, when they have, like, the head of the sharks? It's that with the spider equivalent. That is the biggest spider I've ever seen. But... I'm not going to kill it because one time I did that once and I felt so bad. Um, it haunted me for weeks. And, I, and, I, and this was like I was probably grade five. I still remember it. Anyway, I'm going to go. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Happy Thursday. If you are listening to this on the day it came out. If you're listening to this on other days of the week, I'm just going to go through them. Happy Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Wednesday. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time or hear you next time or I'm not going to you're not really involved. You're going to hear me next time. Okay, bye.